<laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. You know it. You can find me on Twitter, too, at Dynasty Madman. And Shane Manila. Shane is the worst. Yep. <laughs> is that all you're going <laughs> to say is yep? I mean, I can't, I can't refute that. Are you uh, really the worst? No. Are we not doing a show today? Is that is that what's going on? <laughs> what are we talking about? How much rather John is? Oh. What? We're, look, Jeremy, we've started the show and he's talking to somebody else. <laughs> what I are you know. talking to anyone else? I'm talking to Twitter. <laughs> well, that's not being present in the show if you're talking to Twitter. We've started, Shane. We've started. <laughs> So, I've been finished all my lineups before we got together here. <laughs> just barely, like two minutes before we started the stream yard. Well, wait a second. Why are you talking to the internet saying home is where the John is? Uh, some, what is, who is this lady? NFL <laughs> Network John. Apparently she's from Philly. So she, uh, she has a, she's holding a picture. It says home is where the John is. Oh, wow. <laughs> so See, this you is. You started a thing, man. Well, no, John's been around longer than I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in the middle of, or the beginning of doing a show and he's talking to someone and, with a poster. Uh, <laughs> we got a football game on. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles and the <laughs> New York football giants. And if the Eagles win, they could end up with sole possession of first place of the NFC East. After they looking game. good on the first snap, baby. But first I thought down. you didn't care. I thought you I don't, didn't care. But apparently, He's a former Eagles fan. Yeah, so, right, whatever. And just so you know, I am at least 10 seconds behind you on my Hulu feed. So I'm going to need you not to do that again. Why? Was, I thought you Jackson. don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's football. Hand off on the right side. On th- look, I was watching the Jags in Miami intently two weeks ago when we were playing, right? When we were taping. So anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah, we got I football. Know. Happy Halloween. Ooh. It's coming up. Why does Happy Halloween have anything to do with football tonight? <laughs> because today was Night of the Living Dead in the NFL. I thought it was, uh, what, uh, 2015 or something in the NFL. Well, Night of the Living Dead because all the zombies are coming back. So right, exactly. Des Bryant was signed to the Ravens practice squad. <laughs> um, because what I think of the Baltimore Ravens offense, I think what they need is a old slow uh, wide receiver. But how do you know he's slow? (laughs) I mean, you know he's probably older, but how do you know he's slow? Maybe he's been busting his ass to be ready for this. Yeah, that's not how time works. You don't get older and faster. How old is he? He's at least 63. (laughs) But still better than than, uh, Miles Boykin. That's probably why they brought him in. Is Miles Boykin stinking up the the joint. I mean, I'm just saying. 31 years old. He's 31. Yes. Yeah, so okay. they signed him to the practice squad. So I don't know. I, I saw a flurry of movements in my leagues. And, you know, I can't be mad at people because it's what we do in the leagues that we're in or a bunch of leagues with fucking degenerates. So you got to pick up guys like fucking Des Bryant. But uh, either you two run out there and pick up Des Bryant? Uh, no, I didn't. No. Uh, and, and Antonio Brown either. I'm not touching either one of those guys. I do. I do have Antonio Brown on a couple rosters already. And in HQ1, I dropped him last week. So I ended up having to put $200 on waivers yesterday just to make sure I get him back. You know what? I'm going to get Des Bryant if he's available in one of my leagues, if I can, just for the nostalgia of it. Just, yeah. just to see him on my roster again, like in the old days. It make me, it'll make me feel warm and fuzzy. You know, Shane asked if we did it. I didn't do it. And you said you didn't do it. But if you look at all 19 of my leagues, Des Bryant is now on on a roster in every one of my leagues. Um, and, and AB already was. HQ1 was the only waiver thing yesterday. Yesterday that where De- where AB was still available, and it's because I dropped him last week. That was the only reason. Um, whoever got who got him, they're probably excited. I did. I just told you. I just told oh, you. you. I picked him up. I picked him back up. I, bet Mike's, I just told you. Shane, I bet Mike's really excited. <laughs> what a jerk! So I just Brian told you that. <laughs> last played football in 2017. Uh huh. Um, and at that point, he averaged 11.6 fantasy points per game in a PPR league. Uh, he hasn't crushed it 1,000 yards receiving since the 2014 season. Um, the 2014 season is a long time ago. <laughs> 
But 31. How old is uh, Larry Fitzgerald? Larry Fitzgerald is in his early 40s. And, Larry, how, and how old was Jerry stopped. Rice when he stopped? Uh, Jerry Rice was a stud until the day he stopped playing football. And, right. and Larry was Fitzgerald was a stud up until the age of about 34. He's 37 now. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to believe that Des Bryant can come back, I guess it can't hurt anything. It's just I wonder who you would be okay dropping with, uh, on your team. Would you drop, uh, say, Corey Clement to pick him up? No. Uh, it I, I don't think I'd drop anybody. What, what would you do, Mike? Uh, well, obviously, I wouldn't. I didn't do anything at all. I mean, so I didn't do it. I guess I right. could see if you have some players. Like, in some of the leagues we're in, I've got plenty of roster cloggers on the bottom of my roster. Uh, in, the, in the Patreon show tonight, you'll be making fun of me about one of the players that I'm actually starting. But, I mean, uh, in, in those bigger leagues, it's kind of hard to, to not have somebody on your roster you'd be willing to drop. You know, I don't know about Corey Clement, but I'm sure there's somebody on one of my rosters I would have been willing to take a chance. I did with AB. I dropped, I think I dropped, uh, I don't even remember, uh, somebody who knows. But I mean, there, there's got to be somebody on your roster unless you have a short roster. I don't know. I'm in, a, I'm in a bunch of leagues where, like, you know, even guys that I was going to, guys that I wrote up for our waiver wire article um, for our patrons. Yeah. You know, as I, I noted before, I like to go hit those, see if they're available in our leagues. And there's a lot of leagues where I couldn't even pick up guys like that. Um, Richard Rogers, a um, couple other players that I was just like, eh, I'm just going to hold and see what happens here. Oh, here. I dropped Kalen Balage to pick up AB. Well, that's fair. He's not on a football yeah, Right. Roster. Exactly. <laughs> He's exactly. terrible. That, I won't falter for that. Just and in case. A, Maybe you can move him to somebody. Try trading him. That's and that's about. a 16-team league. There you go. You, if you got Andrew Luck in a super flex <laughs> league, are you holding on to Andrew Luck? No, I would no. I would drop Andrew Luck for Des Bryant. No, and, I'm, I'm still holding on to Andrew Luck in at least <laughs> two leagues. I, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Baltimore's smart to do something like we do, kind of like for your – how how we um, sort of bolster our rosters for the title runs. You know, right. They have a really good team. They're one of the better teams in the NFL. Probably think you know thinking ahead to the playoffs, or maybe there's a shortened season and and everything's sort of abbreviated, and they're going to go to the playoffs sooner. I don't know. Whatever happens, they might just feel like they well they do. They need better better players at wide receiver. They have a bunch of young guys all at the same time. A few that aren't you know panning out. Willie Sneed. I mean, so it's it's a really smart sort of proactive move by them uh to get a wide receiver just in case and and maybe he gets in there and is able to help them in some way possession guy or something um for their their title hunt right because they're i think they could make the super bowl yeah i think uh, shane and i talked about it a couple weeks ago when we talked when i was picking up jonathan ward live on the show and shane's like you why'd you pick up jonathan ward and i said because he was on the taxi squad of uh arizona so I, I've seen it a lot this year where people are following the taxi squads and grabbing them where we may not have done it in the past as much. And uh, maybe that could be something because you don't know. It, it, look, what we were going to talk about this in a little while, but look at um, the Raiders. The Raiders' entire offensive line tested positive for COVID. Yep. <laughs> So it's like that's not good, right? <laughs> no, it's not well, good. I didn't think they all tested positive. Did they really? I saw that one of them did, and then they, as a precaution, they were taking them all, you know, out. But they all tested positive. I missed that. That's well, there was weird. there's been a bunch of different reports whether they were all positive or one guy was positive and they're all <laughs> shut down or anything. So I, that's another thing about all of this. One per everybody tries to jump on these stories before everybody else. So they start reporting something, and then like an hour later, they say, "Oh, well, no, that wasn't really true." Yeah, so, forget about the facts, right? I reported it first, even though it was wrong. Yeah. You heard it here first. The other thing that's funny that I saw a lot of people mention is that they got moved from the Sunday night game to a Sunday afternoon game. Now, I know why they did it, because they don't want to have to cancel a Sunday game. They have to have somebody playing Sunday. But a lot of people are like, how come the other teams get moved to Tuesday and, and the Raiders right. get moved earlier? <laughs> they move us earlier. <laughs> <clears throat> but as of right now, I haven't heard anything about the game being canceled or anything. No, they moved. So they, you know, they moved it around um, in case they need to move it back. 
It's just uh, it'll be a little rough for David Carr, Derek Carr, whichever car. <laughs> you um, always say it wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll never have it right. Um, for whichever car that's playing, it's going to be tough playing behind five backup of offensive linemen. And though I am not an Eagles fan, I still live in Philadelphia. That is the game you know that I get every week, and I get to watch the Eagles uh, offensive line, which is basically four backup guys and one <laughs> starter. Yeah. Um, and it's not great, Bob. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. The pretty the funny bad. thing about this game, though, is like last week's game when it had the COVID implications, there wasn't a lot of fantasy players on those games. On this one, you know, you've got Derek Carr, you've got Josh Jacobs, you've got Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, there's a lot of players that may not end up getting to play this weekend on top of all the bye weeks that are going on right now. So, and it's one of these things where this is already Thursday and they're not really telling us what's going on. So on, like last week, you got to really be ready to go if it, if it doesn't happen. The reels. It's so funny yeah. talking to Shane while he's watching football. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I've seen his face. He's like half here. No, I mean, I'm, I'm always half here. That's exactly. Um, even on my best days, I'm half here. Um, you know, I think we're all used to this at this point, though, right? I don't think so. I think we, the three of us in this room, are used to it. But did, there's so many people complaining still on Twitter. So many uh, yeah, people complaining shame, this weekend. Man. Can you imagine how unhappy they are? Like, we, we've been talking about this since before the season started, at least to be aware of what could happen. Because, you know, expecting it and then it happens – you know, you're not supposed to be as angry as you would be if it was a total surprise or, you know, go through all those emotions that people do to, to get to being cool with something or OK with it. But I mean, yeah, I'm irritated some weeks could be I can't even set a lineup on Thursday. Practically half of at least half of my lineups tell me that I have to do something to my IR. Um, what, what's that, oh, that MFL thing? God, that said, you, know, you have an IR violation. You can't submit your lineup. I at least half of them do that because there are so many guys on IR and they're, you're, you're not sure they're flipping in and out. They had. They were on the COVID, and then they're off, and it's messed me up. But, you know, I it's my own fault. I have so many teams, and I'm not keeping up with this stuff. But I expected it, and I'm actually surprised I have some teams that are doing well at the same time. So, yeah, I, I see everybody bitching on Twitter, and it is kind of funny. I mean, I'm not, like, loving their uh, angst or anything, you know, uh, laughing at them, but I'm just at the same time taken aback like what what have you where have you been for six seven weeks now yeah you know it's funny that injury thing the ir thing really sucks because they don't update it till thursday and waivers go off usually in most of these leagues on wednesday so even like dalvin cook when you click on his name it says he's he's not gonna play till week eight but they had him as questionable so i had to bring him up in like every one of my leagues i couldn't use that spot for waivers on wednesday and then today it says out 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 and so then you get to pick something up and and then on tuesday morning he'll be back to questionable again yeah, you know you, they're you really know quick to doing that you know they're really quick to putting it out questionable but it's just something we have to live with. Look, we, a couple months ago, we didn't even think we'd have football. So some of this stuff, you know, I think is kind of meaningless to complain about. It's the new normal. We're used to it playing fantasy football now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about doing shows when there's an Eagles game on on Thursday. I know. Dude, when the Dolphins game was on, you weren't ignoring us. You're, you're so you're full of about. shit. Anyway, this is still so Raheem your team. Mostert I don't care what back you say. Uh, is going back to the IR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 so what do you think about with, with McKinnon or even Jamichael Hasty? Um, I like Hasty a little bit. Yeah, Hasty got a little run last week. He, um, he had more snaps than McKinnon after Mostert <laughs> went down, fifteen to thirteen. Did he really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, I love Jet, you know what I mean? But I think physically, I, I don't know that he can handle for workload. And it doesn't matter anyway. I don't think uh, San Francisco has a guy that they really want to give a full workload to, except Mostert, who I'll admit right now, I was completely wrong on. If he could actually stay on the field, um, he'd be a stud. It's just, unfortunately, this is going to be his second time in the on the IR in so. right. one, two, three, four, we're in six, six weeks. Yeah. Six. <laughs> So, not not victory lapping, but you know that was part of my concern with him. It's just he's a guy that hasn't stayed on the field before. He's had some really bad luck too. Like a couple of years ago, he broke his forearm. I think it was Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football. Oh, um, horrific! And he's just yeah. not a big guy. 
after a long run and he shattered his forearm and it was grotesque. It um, was. Some people just have that that bad luck. Um, I don't. I Jamaica, Jamichael Hasty was still available on a ton of waiver wires this week. Yeah. Um, Did you get him? I picked him up in a, a few spots, but he's one of those guys too where a lot of the leagues where I, I could use a running back, I, I couldn't make the cuts. You know, I, I didn't have players I was willing to cut. I know. Like, you know, the bottom of the roster guys were guys like uh, Justin Jackson or Boston Scott. And, you know, Boston Scott, if it wasn't for Miles Sanders' injury, eh, probably I would I would have cut up. But Boston Scott should be a starter this week or by the time people hear this. Well, is he doing um, anything but, yet in the game? <laughs> uh, he had a couple carries. He didn't do much. I didn't see much. No. All right. Yeah, I ended up having to start Boston Scott in two leagues. So I had to start him this week. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm low on running backs in a few leagues. Man. I'm uh, I'm not the watching the, the I'm not watching the game though right now. I'm watching Shane watch the game. Is it's actually funnier. So Jeremy, when I did mention his name though, you said you like him. What about him? Did you like? Did you know him from college, or are you just saying that? Yeah, I I think he's got it. Well, you know, the thing with Shanahan is he's gonna play whoever's available and whoever plays well so he puts hasty in and hasty does well he's gonna you know keep going and i certainly don't see anybody on that um team that is a must stay in san francisco you know beyond this year um they they sought him out um i think he fits that that scheme that um you know cut and run the the one cut offense that they run i think he he's a great fit there and yeah i like him better than i think you know an average back and we've seen what Shanahan can do with a guy that just falls into place for him. He doesn't need somebody as fast as, you know, a Tevin Coleman. He doesn't need um, super athlete, Jarek McKinnon. He just needs a, a steady guy that, you know, can read those cuts and make breaks. And I, I think Hasty's the perfect fit. So uh, and what's in front of him, it's question mark after question mark after question mark, all the guys ahead of him. So um, I, I like his long-term prognosis. I'll say like, you know, in, in the future as, now, maybe starting for this team, I wouldn't spend money on him or anything because I don't think they, they spend enough on him to keep him around or if they were to get a better back or invest in something. But I think in the short run with the injuries and stuff that he could be, you know, maybe a title winner as the starter for, for their offense. Yeah, see, I, so I would take this as an opportunity to get Mostert then if I can get a discount on him. Um, cause yeah, obviously he's going to be out the next 30 weeks. So you can't use him. Um, cause you know, that's right, how it right. works when players on by, um, <laughs> even though I did start Dak in a league last week. Um, it was an interesting choice on my behalf. Um, oh, wow. wait, did you, you really? started him on purpose? No, I, I don't know what the f I did. I, I, <laughs> I realized on, uh, I forget what I didn't even realize until like Monday night when I went to go take John Brown or see if John Brown was in a lineup. And I was like, well, John Brown's not in this lineup, but Dak Prescott is. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't Jeez. mind taking this as an opportunity to try to get Mostert cheaper. Um, just because we've seen when he's on the field, that dude is a fucking monster. Like yeah. he is so, you know, you were just talking about Shanahan doesn't need, doesn't, you know, he can basically make any guy work in that offense. But the yeah. a guy with Mostert speed it is ridiculous. I think he's got like two or three of the fastest runs in the last, you know, two years, year and a half in the NFL. The dude is just a lightning blur. So if I could get a discount on him, I think I'd go out there and try to try to see if anyone wants to sell me Mostert. Oh, hell yeah. I think a lot of people are trying to grab some of these guys when they get hurt. And then other people are, you know, they're upset about, like you just said, this is his second time being on IR. So maybe you can get him. You know, we talked about this a while ago, but we're going into week seven now. So in some of our leagues, there are teams that may be sitting there at 0 and 6 that, you know, pretty much are probably thinking they're done. And you can try to get some moves from them. And if those 0-6 teams have some injured players, you know, maybe you can yeah. get a Mozart or something like that off of them. You know? Yeah, I mean, you should, in, in case you don't already know this, um, I'm sure you do if you're listening to this show, you're fucking clearly smarter than the average uh, fantasy football oh, fan. By far. <laughs> you just like listening to my sexy uh, dulcet tones. And, and, um, not, and nothing about me and Jeremy, just no, your no, sexy no. dulcet tones. Yeah, my sexy. And your smile. <laughs> your laugh. Your laugh. That's what it is. Um, you, should be, you should be checking out every, every bottom feeder in your league. 
trying to make moves with them. <clears throat> like, and you know, that's what I was doing this week. I, as a matter of fact, yesterday. As you I said was, bottom feeder. Yeah, yeah. As, I, as I was setting my lineups, you know, and uh, all my five and one teams, six and oh teams, um, all the four and two teams, uh, and then the weird ones where we've had double headers, but not every week. So you're like nine and oh, and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, you should be sending, like, just working your way from the bottom, um, you know, kind of yep. like sex. Yell trade Working your alert. way from the bottom and oh, man. sending out offers to those people. Yell trade alert. Trade alert. There you go. Um, I did exactly that, what you're saying. Um, in in HQ4, in, in one of our listener leagues, I'm actually 6-0 and in that league. And we didn't talk about it yet, but uh, the Miami Dolphins named Tua the starter when they come back from the bye. So my two quarterbacks in that league are Gardner Menchu and... Uh, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I did a trade earlier in the year, but but I lose Fitzpatrick and Gardner Minshew's on a bye next week, so I'm like I'm going to need a quarterback, and I did exactly what you said. I went and looked. We have two teams in that league that are 0 and six, and for both of those teams, I sent them trade offers for one of their quarterbacks. And right before we went on live on the show, I had sent um, uh, a first and second for Daniel Jones. And um, nice, and a first and second for uh, Jared Goff, which were the two quarterbacks he had. He declined both of them, and then he countered me, uh, Daniel Jones for a first and second, and OJ Howard. And then I accepted it. Uh, I mean, first of all, OJ Howard's on IR right now, so I'm not even using you him. Your, you shut your mouth about oj howard okay but what i'm saying is I i'm forgot. i'm owen six and i haven't even been using him anyway so i it, for me i was fine doing it and i did it right before the the game started so i was able to put daniel jones in but it's exactly what you said i went and looked at who were the bottom teams in the league and sent them offers and and it worked right. so now i have Thankfully, I have a quarterback I can start next week. <laughs> you have to have a quarterback, brother. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be like Shane and start Dak Prescott in one of my rosters. <laughs> yeah, apologies to that league. That's a Bush League move. Uh, I'd like to say that I'm better than that, but we all know that I'm not. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, what, Fitz, so they've moved on from Fitz. Right. Uh, everyone saw that on Twitter. It broke his heart. Yeah. Whatever. Um <laughs> How excited are you for the? Such a uh, nice guy. <laughs> whatever. I I don't give a. F I don't know Fitz. Like whatever. He's not my kinfolk. If he was my kinfolk, I'd be like, oh, why you got to do my boy like that? You know what I mean? But I uh. So is there any concern for, for Devonte Parker here, Miles Gaskin? Um, what do you think? Those Jeremy? are really the only two steady consistent contributors on yeah. that offense a lot of there was a lot of hope for preston williams uh so jeremy what do you think about that with Tua being the starter starting next week rookie quarterback man roll the dice i mean i it's some of those guys definitely are not going to produce like they were with fitzpatrick i mean it's going to be uh, it's not going to be as consistent of a passing offense for sure it's cool that Tua is starting i think miami realizes that hey we paid for this guy. He's, he's healthy. He's ready to go. We, we need to get him in there and start him because Fitzpatrick's not in the long-term plans. I mean, I think all that's really clear. You know, roll of the dice. I don't think all those players could possibly be better. I'm not going to pretend to know which players. Um, you know, I think there are, there are people out there that think they know it might affect certain players or whatever. But, um, you know, rookie quarterbacks throw the tight ends, the running backs, if they're smart enough to dump the ball and not force it into double and triple coverage. Is it going to affect the downfield passing game? I, I expect it will, yeah. I, I think the, the big receivers may take a hit, yeah. That's my expectation. Yeah, and the funny thing on that team is who would be considered the big receivers, you know? Kamani <laughs> <laughs> Parker and Preston Williams. Yeah, uh, I guess. Well, Preston thing, Williams, though, so, I like him. You know, I just, I just wanted to see um, what uh, in Tal's Talatoga Vogos um, – <laughs> You know, in 2018 is when he played Say his most Tua. games. Tua. Tua played, uh, I think, 15 games in 2018, right? Um, High-powered offense. I mean, they had fucking Damian Harris, Jock Ch Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris. Uh, yeah, dude, it's dude. Alabama. They always Judy, Henry players. Ruggs, yeah. Waddle. You, that's all, so awesome. <laughs> Devontae Smith. But you know who else they had? They had Irv Smith Jr. And Irv Smith Jr., very uh, athletic tight end um 
but he doesn't hold a candle to Mr. Mike Gusecki, who is an athletic wonderkin, if that's a word. <laughs> um, I don't know if it is. Um, but anyway, yeah, Irv Smith. Yeah, Irv Smith saw 44 receptions from uh, Tawa, Tawa that year, and I don't see. I don't know how many targets that is. I'm going to guess he didn't have a 100% catch rate. Um, so maybe, maybe, maybe Gusecki can get start getting some love there. Consistent love. A lot yeah, of people. I think that's logical. Yeah, a lot of people liked him in the offseason, and he, he went pretty high in drafts. And he really – he's had a couple of good games, but nothing like you don't set him and forget him in your lineup. So maybe there are some teams out there that have been kind of disappointed in his production so far, and you might be able to get him maybe lower than what you could have got him in the offseason for. You'd have to do it this week, though, when there's the bye and they're not playing. Yeah, no, uh, that's a good point, too. I guess. <laughs> so you okay. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. I'm paying attention. I'm no, you're not. Paying you, attention. Didn't, you didn't even respond. <laughs> I, was there a question? No, you asked a question and I said an answer to your question. No, it was a good answer. It was a good answer. There was no reason for me to respond to it. <laughs> Okay, then why don't you tell us why you have Minshew on the show sheet and you're talking about Trevor Lawrence going to stay in school in 2021. Oh, did we get to that part? <laughs> That's where so, we are uh, on the show sheet, yes. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but uh, Gardner Minshew looks like trash again. So, And it's pretty funny because, you know, I was just like, ah, let me look at his stats. And it just it feels a lot like last year where he started off like a, a, a what's, the, what's the saying, house on fire, brick house. He, he started off like a brick house. And then... Uh, yeah, he's not doing so well lately. Uh, his completion percentage <laughs> has dropped from 95% that first game. Pretty good, right? 19 to 20, 95%. Everybody started thinking maybe he is a real quarterback. He is completion percent has dropped to 56%, and it's decreased every week except for uh, one week. It, it spiked back to 71. So uh, what are we doing, Gardner? Are, are you going to just hold him, sell him, sell him now? You're going to wait for a couple weeks, see if he can get a couple good, decent games under his yeah, belt? Yeah, wait till he gets one good game in his belt, and then, then move him if you're worried about it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it right now because I feel like you, you're definitely going to get less out of him than you would if he has a big game. And someone, you know, maybe another quarterback goes down, another starting quarterback goes down, and you pull a deal like Mike did, you know, and you get a couple of picks or something in one of the deeper leagues. I would, I would say just hold him so you don't get, you know, lose your ass on Gardner Minshew. At least maybe even still make a profit. But, yeah, dude, he's not long for starting role in Jacksonville. I love that kid. I think he's got a future in the league, but probably a career backup kind of guy, right? I don't think he has – they're going to get a, a player in there. We, we we all suspect that, right? And so – but get what you can for him, you know. Hold on to him for the for the short run. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely – and, you know, he's a guy that I never really liked. Um, so I don't have a lot of him. I don't roster him in a bunch of leagues. There's just one league in particular. I remember I traded a, a 2021 first for him right before the season because I said, uh-huh. hey, well, let me just try it, you know. And it's funny because, you know, you're in 55 leagues, but you remember that trade. You know you're what I mean? Right. Yeah, some of them stand out. The <laughs> yeah, cause, and, that, and that will always stand out with, to me. And, you know, when someone's picking uh, – I, I don't know, Najee Harris or um, uh, Travis Etienne at like the 106 or 105. And uh, I got Gardner trash can Minshew sitting <laughs> on my fucking bench. It's all, it's just going to gut me. But uh, I think I'm, I'm fine with flipping him now at a loss if I can even get a second for him um, because I think it's clear he's made it obvious through his play. He is not uh the answer there the problem with it though is is circling back to like the trade i just did tonight where i gave a first and second for daniel jones in in that league it's a it's a 14 team league and you need a starting quarterback and right now Gardner Minshew is or was my only starting quarterback so there's a lot of times where even if you think he's trash right now unless you're believe you're completely out of it you need to keep him probably on your roster to ride it out, you know. Every week with injuries and COVID and bye weeks and all this kind of crap, he may be your only option. Yeah, I mean, at some point, though, you got to look at the short term and realize, look, 
it just ain't meant to be. But I shouldn't be dropping first round draft picks on Gardner Minshew. Daniel Jones, I don't know that I should be dropping a first and a second, even in a 14 team, because I don't think he's particularly good from what we've seen. Yeah, Jones um, is probably a better. I mean, Jones is a better uh, bet on, you know, if you're going to move a first, obviously they paid a premium to draft him right. in New York. And, and so, you know, maybe he's the starter for a while. Um, I, I assume he's going to be, but yeah, Minshew's a wild card. And I just looked at went on MFL and I don't think I, it looks like I don't own Gardner Minshew um, on any MFL teams that can't be right, but it, it must not be many. If I do, maybe it's in a, one of those copy leagues or something. I do own him on some like flea flicker, uh, teams, but I'm yeah, f- I don't think. Thank God, I don't have him in a bunch of these MFL leagues. Well, what's funny if you say that here? If I look, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, I have oh, him really? in eight. But if you look, Shane, in in six games, okay, he's played six games. He has a mm-hmm. twenty-five, a thirty-five, a sixteen, a twenty-eight, a twenty-eight, and a twenty-six. So your belief on whether you think he's trash is one thing but points wise uh, that's every game Who are we but- talk about daniel jones <laughs> gardner Minshew. gardner Minshew, the one you just yeah, but, said was okay, trash so no, 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 but, uh, yes and that's fantasy and which is fine if you but just that's all we play watch, is fantasy i understand that but if you're paying a first for Gardner, what i'm saying is if you pay a first for someone like gardner Minshew, the guy is not going to be a starter next year because he he rushed for some yards and he rushed for a touchdown his his Yes, his fantasy day was fine. And he's been 20 points, 23 points, 9 points, which ain't fine. 20 points, 19 points, 17 points. So he's been okay. But I'm saying long term, there's no way he's a starter in Jacksonville next year. Okay, but in the world of COVID, like we've talked about, and if you want to win a, a league, I don't think there's a problem with having him as your starter or for trading for him if you need a starter. I mean, the numbers I, I, that I just said to you. Uh, it's it, fine. Yeah. I give up a second form. That's what I'm saying. I'll give up a second form. I'm not giving up a first form because the first is too valuable. You know, uh, who was I talking to? Someone that's smarter than me. Um, but basically, when you keep plowing picks to, to, to fill a hole, but you do it in a way like this, where it's like, all right, well, instead of putting concrete in that hole, I got a bunch of silly putty that I'm going to put in that hole. And yeah, it, you know, you might not notice that hole, but eventually it's silly putty. It's going to dissolve as, as opposed to, you know, using concrete, which well, doesn't dissolve. And I get that opinion. However, if you win the league this year, none of that makes any difference whatsoever. If, if you win this year, like you said in the league that we're the three of us are in, but you manage the whole team, you won the league last year, you won it. And now this year you're struggling and now you're making moves to try to get back into it. So you can always fix the problems the next year. Well, I I mean, picks aren't infinite. There's not, there's not an infinite well of picks where you can keep going. Well, guess what? But picks aren't guaranteed either. This extra first digit. But, but picks picks aren't guaranteed either. Look at Chase Claypool right now. Chase Claypool is like one of the hotter rookie wide receivers right now. And he wasn't going anywhere near the first round in people's rookie drafts in the offseason. Just because you have a first-round pick, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a player that's going to help you next year. And if you Listen, can- I have to agree with Shane. Do not solidify the holes on your roster with silly putty. Make sure you use concrete. No, I'm just kidding. I did love that analogy, though. I thought that was great. Like, what? That's... Yeah. I mean, are I- you... That's, the, that's what you need to use on your kids to get them to understand, like, you know, something practical. I love it. There's a reason my kids don't listen to me. They're like, what the f*** is this guy talking about? Okay. Well, for me, I will fill my holes with silly putty if that means I win this this year. That's all well, I give a shit. Look, I, I look. You fill your holes with whatever you want because that's a personal decision. For and I will. Person. And I will <laughs> never. I will never judge anyone as long as you're both consenting adults. It, you know. Or maybe it's just one person. You know. You don't know. Yeah, one person. That's fine too. You know, whatever you need to plug yourself up with. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's not. It's not all black and white like you always say it is it's not it's just not well i mean so i mean so not to belabor the point but <laughs> what else do we have to talk about <laughs> if i continue there's not there's not an infinite supply of usable assets on your roster there just isn't every move you make is going to have a, a butterfly effect down the road 
Okay, but you can't look at it as a guy that trades all the picks all the time and trades four and away picks. um, But but most people, okay, but see, and but most people aren't going to put the effort into it that I do. Like I know we joke around, like I trade a lot. I do trade a lot because I spend a lot of time on it. Not a lot of people want to do that, and I don't blame them because it's tedious as. See, and I do that, and I spend a lot of time on it, and I trade it, but I trade those picks. I don't care about those picks. I care about winning now, and I'll get the picks back in January, February, March. And you could say all you want that you're not going to be able to get them back. I figure out a way to get them back because, like you said, I try. I send offers. I do trades. I text One in the hand is worth two in the bush. A dollar now is better than a dollar a week from now it's going to be worth more to you now you get get something for that investment like a title a mike likes belts i want the money i mean i get it, it both of you by the way have sound strategies and re- rationale for what you're doing and i do both things but you know it just kind of depends on what i'm looking for and what my team is like where i think i stand with my assets like i mean that's to shane's point but if you want to win a title Gardner Minshew might just do that, even though he is sucking right now, at least this one season, because he's the starting quarterback in Jacksonville. And if you need to roll two out there and you have one or none, that guy might save your season, even if it's just a bye week. So if there's anybody... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, everybody gets to listen to this show and make up their own opinions on what what they agree with and what they don't agree with. And I'm not saying Shane is wrong. And... Shane may or may not be saying I'm wrong. I don't know. He's shaking his head. You know, but, me. I mean, you know me well enough. Uh, I think everyone's wrong. Yeah, but I will I will put my <laughs> my belts up against your belts, Shane, any day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I All just right. pulled my pants down. I didn't like this. Yeah, that I'm not happy about. Um, so we do have some trades. <laughs> new belts. I lost a lot of weight. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, a lot of my belts and my pants kind of look like, you know those, those old-time movies where the little – Orphan kids had like rope belts. Yes. It's what like a lot of my pants look like right now. <laughs> you might want to borrow a belt from yeah. Mike. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can borrow some of my belts. At, at, I only have a couple. At my best, lie. at my best, I was 29. Oh, waist, breaking man. news. Breaking news, guys. What? I have to I have to break this. Uh JJ our Sega Whiteside with a reception, a first yep. down reception. Hey, he yes, scored dude. last week. He scored last week. Are you sure about that? I'm 100%. And that's your team. You know he scored. Don't, I, don't I, lie. I was did you see the follow? Did you see the subsequent play? No. Oh, my no. God. Did Wentz get rocked? He's still laying there, dude. No. Holy shit. So we're, no, we're in the middle of doing a show here. So <laughs> yeah. why, why don't we but talk I just about it? You know, look, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside has been so bad yeah. that you need to break it. Like, that's a breaking news alert anytime he does anything positive on the football field. And you're joking, though. You saw him score last week, correct? I, I, I don't remember. I took He's a nap. They like, are not my two team hands anymore. on the same side. Like that's the problem with our Sega White side. He's yeah. catching like yeah. this. Like he's got. He doesn't have the the mirror image hands. So we do have a couple trades on our uh, show sheet here, and yep. um, <clears throat> well, I, I talked about one of mine already. But we have like three Shane trades on here, and then I have uh, another one on here that I wanted to ask you guys about. So Shane, why don't you tell us about this one from a team called Shane is still awful? Yeah. Um, Shane, comma, still awful. Or period, still awful. It, sh- it should be a comma, shouldn't it? If I want it to be grammatically correct. It should be Shane, comma, still uh, awful. I don't know. I'm a, a t- I'm a talker. F. I'm a talker, <laughs> not a writer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm a writer. Like but... All the letters or lowercase the S and still. There you See, go. I didn't gra- yeah, I didn't use Grammarly on my team name. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Um, Just talk. So... <laughs> I traded uh, I traded Andy Dalton and Carlos Hyde for a 2021 first round uh, rookie pick. So so Super when flexed. when I was telling you earlier about the Gardner Minshew part, I think Andy Dalton would be the opposite. If if I didn't have any other quarterback and that was my quarterback, I'd be perfectly fine sending him away for a first round pick. Um, <laughs> and the throwing Carlos Hyde, that's fine. Uh, I, I'm fine with that trade, <laughs> Jeremy. He's muted. <laughs> Jeremy's. He's, he's muted. Stunned. He's the one who works the mute button, and he's yeah. muted and talking to Can't us. Can't even figure it out. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, my kids. Uh, my kids were making some noise, so I muted and I forgot. It. I forgot about it. Yeah, I, I love that trade. I, I'm all over Carlos Hyde side. I don't. I mean, I think it's. I think that's the winning side. Yes. You know who I picked up? I picked up in almost every league last week. I picked up that Dan Danucci guy. <laughs> 
in like every league, just in, just in case Andy Dalton, you know, got hurt or whatever. The the, uh, the rookie one that's behind Andy Dalton. And when Andy Dalton didn't play too well this weekend, I was like kind of happy. <laughs> like, hey, well, maybe no, Dan Danucci will play. <laughs> I would hope that anyone in Superflex <laughs> leagues um, would do the same thing that you did. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's on an offense like that. Yeah, exactly. Is, um, where it's high powered. Now, I'm not talking about the Jets. Don't go picking up. Mike, whoever the third string his name is Mike is. Wolf I think it is on the Jets because yeah, I picked, him, cause I picked him up too <laughs> I yeah, okay. that's I, I wouldn't bother with that I have but usually what all I'm doing with these backup quarterbacks anyway is I'm flipping them immediately like Dalton's at least the third time this year I've done that you know I, I've traded Nick Mullins before right. he um flamed out in his one game and uh, I traded Brett Rippon in uh, a league you know, the day I, I picked him up in waivers. Um, and he actually played pretty well. I mean, he would have, it would have been nice to have those points that week, but I got a, what, a third round pick or whatever. And that's probably going to be more sustaining. So, yeah. Any we had of these Katie, backup quarterbacks. We had Katie on the show when you did that with the Rippian. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's Mike White, actually, with the Jets. Mike White. Yeah. Mike White. <laughs> yeah. 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 But but the Danucci one, I actually saw people on Twitter during the game saying, "Is it Danucci time?" And I was like, "Yes, please. <laughs> I have him on nine <laughs> <Yes>. rosters. <laughs> that would be awesome." I don't think. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I think I think this trade is a is a, a no brainer for you on that side. So then, what I did today uh-huh. is after a little back and forth uh, with a gentleman in the same league. Yes, uh, I got myself Joseph Mixon. Um, J- James Robinson <laughs> and Corinthia Davis for a 2021 first, a 2022 first, and a 2022 first. So that, that would actually be two 2022 firsts. That's not bad, man. Two yeah. years out. That's yeah. two years you're, you don't have to worry about your dollar bill. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, we've talked about it plenty of times on the show, Jeremy and I. Two years from now, you'll get you can get those guys back. But you actually got three players, two that you can put in your starting lineup today. You know, I don't know what your rosters look like or what your your standing is in that league, but you know, two of those guys you could stick right into your starting lineup. I'm in the you know I'm in the the middle of the league, middle uh-huh. of the league, I'm middle of the pack. Um, hoping that this will push me obviously towards the towards the top. Um, of the standings closer. Unfortunately, I didn't realize Joe Mixon hasn't been practicing, but he's had a few different weeks now where he hasn't really done that. And James Robinson, uh, whatever, I kind of just, you know, I, I still think he's a fade. But, you know, he's still not a bad piece to have on, on your bench or a guy, you know, a guy that you can roll out there because I will be rolling him out there this week in a league because it's one of those leagues where I have Miles Sanders and uh, – one of the other rookie running, one of the rookie yeah. running backs. It's yeah. all the time for James Robinson. You're not, you're not picking right. him up or acquiring him to hold on to him till next year. I mean, he's a, he's a, I'm starting him right now guy for the rest of the season kind of, kind of piece. So yeah, you better get him in your lineup. And also I'm going to trade for JJ Arstega White. So I'm going to send <laughs> he offers out in every league because he has three catches already in this football game. And that constitutes a breakout for JJ Arcega Whiteside. That is a career high, a season high. Um, He's already probably got more receptions tonight than he had the rest of his career. So that is huge. The JJ Arcega Whiteside uh, ascension is coming. Can I say uh, the best part of JJ doing that is that we got a group picture where we're all laughing because you're saying how JJ was good. I just did a screen capture when you said he's doing Oh, well. hopefully I'm handsome. <laughs> um, let us know. Feel well, free no, to tweet it, at me. Let me know. It's just like every other picture. Jeremy and I are laughing and you just are staring out into space. You're um, like this. So we did have another one where where, <laughs> where hold on. In this other trade, your team team name is Shane's Yellow Snow Ale. <laughs> what the uh, hell? What the so hell? yeah, this is a this league. You have to name your team name a like a beer name. Oh, I thought it was like something disgusting, like yellow. Well, snow. yellow snow is disgusting. Well, yeah, you know what yellow <laughs> snow is. It's you peeing in the snow. Exactly. I've never seen so snow, why... but I know what yellow snow is. Yeah, so that's why that's why that's the name of the team name. I thought it was clever, but um, 
no one else agrees because anything no. anytime i try to be clever i'm just not so i disagree this is actually the perfect beer for you mike you don't really drink beer or ale no. and you, you've, ne you've never seen snow no. so i think this yellow snow ale would be your first choice <laughs> uh, and i'll pass but <laughs> but go ahead what was the trade that you did and it looks like you did something because of the breaking news from last week no no it was actually he he was included in it but i gave up uh jalen hurts denzel mims uh darius slayton and two 2021 second round picks. Uh huh. And I got uh, Dick Brady, Le'Veon Bell, and Brandon Cooks. <laughs> hey, listen, you call him Dick Brady. This is the first time in 20 years that I'm able to root for Tom Brady. And it's been a lot of fun. I like him now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not yeah. a patron anymore. He's on the Bucks, which I love the Bucks, And it's the first time in my life I get to root for him. So I'm not calling him a dick. I like him. Um, yeah. But you gave away, I mean, Darius Slayton is probably the best of the three players you gave yeah, away. Yeah, that's a really good piece, right, Mike? On right. that side, that's the one that stands out that, that you maybe don't want to move, right? More than Denzel Mims? Yeah, yes. I, I don't care. I'm not about a big. I'm not big on Mims at all, yeah. buddy. And and you're getting Brandon Cooks, who, by the way, he, he's now put in two really good weeks in a row, uh, twenty and yeah. thirty, you know, points wise. And Brady's gone up and down. He's had a couple not so great games. But what's really funny is now that OJ Howard is on injured reserve. And all of a sudden, you know, the first four weeks, Mike Evans was the leading wide receiver with touchdowns from the two yard line. And then this yeah. and then this weekend, all three times they were on like the two or three yard line, Brady threw it right to Gronk. He didn't even look at Mike Evans. He threw it to Gronk. You know, so it looks like the two of them are starting to hook up a little bit. And you got the Le'Veon Bell part, which last week we said we're not 100% sure what could happen, but it's possible he can end up being like a Kareem Hunt type of player for you. So yeah, I, mean, I can see you having seller's remorse a little bit if you like Mims. I don't, but Slayton is the only thing I would worry about moving. You clearly too. won this trade, right? And I mean, yeah. there's no doubt you won it. Who knows what Hurts ever does. Denzel Mims, I'd rather have Tyler Johnson. I think he's better than Mims. And the picks, the second rounders, um, yeah, you you did fine on this. That's all I wanted to say. Like you, you won, man. <laughs> yeah, this is good one job, of those dude. Good job. <laughs> definitely Do going going for trades. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is one of those teams that's. Uh, oh, it's in second place. He's five and one. Five oh. and one change. Yellow snow ale. <laughs> and uh, and just just so you know, the offer that I made was to an zero and sixteen because ah, there you go. That, that's what you do. You try to you hit those guys up because, you know, look, they're probably willing to make moves right now. They want to yep. make moves, you know. You look, think so. I've been trying in a couple of leagues, and, I, yeah, they don't seem too damn ready. I don't know. Do you want to be your approach, man? It depends. Exactly. Help me out. I approach. Look, I'm a friendly motherfucker. So, you know, people are willing to deal with it, you me. Me too. Me too. I've done it too. Look, we talked about the trade. Nice. We talked about <laughs> you're perfectly nice. We talked about the trade that I did earlier in HQ4, but um, an, another league that I did a trade since we just finished with Shane's three trades. Jeremy and I are in this in this league, uh, uh, the League of Know It Alls, which Jeremy. <laughs> I'm the three-time winner. I've won it three years in a row. I think, you, I think you say that on almost every show. Now. Nope, I we've mean, only ever talked about it. Show. We've only ever talked about it two other times ever. No way, dude. Yes way, dude. Go no go back way. to the archives. We've Shane's only ever talked about like it twice. A dozen times. In and and the two times I brought it up, you've said the exact same thing so the thing is is i did a trade i did three, three in a row and right now i'm in first place all by myself so i did a trade today and i did Je shane i i sent offers to the bottom of the barrel but the people at the bottom of the barrel didn't do it but somebody else did so the the offer that i had sent them they had george kittle and uh i had sent them a first and a second this coming year for george kittle because that's the picks that i had and then he countered to me Kenyon Drake, Evan Ingram, and the first and a second for George Kittle and a fourth. And that was the, the deal that we ended up doing. So <laughs> Shane's shaking his head. Why are you shaking your head? The fact that he gave you George Kittle for that, I mean, I guess he's not a rebuilding team. Um, he, this is what a team more in the middle. That's what I was going to say. The bottom of the barrel guys didn't respond to me. His team is three and three or two and four. One of the two right now, his team. Yes. I mean, 
that's a t still a terrible trade for him. Oh. I mean, look at yeah, Kenyon Drake's coming off of one good game that you know was largely dependent on a seventy-yard touchdown run and an early touchdown run. I mean, George Kittle's the top one of the top two tight ends in football. Like no, right. no, yeah, you yeah, got Kenyon Drake and a first and a second. I'm like nah, nah, I'm good, son. That's one of those where I got a bunch of quarters and then I count them up later and I'm like, wait a minute, three quarters isn't a dollar. <laughs> uh, never. Well, for that, for that league, since I gave up two guys out of my starting lineup, I did a side trade with John Bosch actually, and I gave him a third for Keelan Cole so that I would have another player that I can stick into my starting lineup. So essentially I gave up uh, Drake uh ingram a one two and three for george kittle and keelan cole if you combine the two trades together the cool thing for me now with george kittle is i now have him on eight leagues so uh, i i'm happy to have george kittle join well, my yeah. group of teams you know yeah one of the guys that i did get in like every single league who i haven't got a chance to play is michael thomas and it was the first year that I really bothered to get him. I drafted him in a bunch of leagues. I traded for him. And the, traje the trajectory that he's on right now, I'm afraid he's going to be like the next AB. Like, like what the hell's going on with Michael Thomas right now? <laughs> well, I mean, he got in the one fight with one teammate. It's not like he's got no a bunch of Dude, fights. He's with always been cocky too. Yeah, yeah he's just he's got a bad attitude. Yeah. Well, hopefully, he if he needs. comes back, I have him. So. Yeah, I made a joke because like in, in every sport, there are guys like that. And, you know, you, you think maybe those are the small the small guys that like to pick on other people to make themselves feel better. But it worked for Muhammad Ali in boxing. You know, it worked for Conor McGregor and, you know, MMA and other guys. It, it's worked in every sport. John, you know, um, John McEnroe, tennis, Happy Gilmore in golf, Ricky Bobby in racing. I mean, all these guys. You're talking talk about fake people. Know. You're talking about people that don't really exist. <laughs> um, so, do we have any other trades on here? It looks like that, that was is it. That was We're the end like of the show. Sheets. Traded out. All right, so, great. So, good show. Thanks for listening. Appreciate um, you. So, you before we leave, Shane, why don't you tell everybody about our uh, Patreon our Patreon account. account? We have a Patreon account where you get this uncensored podcast you get a bonus podcast every week you get a written correspondence you get uh what do you call that uh the community group me chat where we talk trades and talk uh, fantasy football stuff all day um so go come join the community if you want to support the show support what we do that'd be awesome um uh, it's nice that everyone likes to jump into the dms but you know what come jump come join the group me chat come join the patron that's, that's where Join we do all our chatting. Yeah. Or die. Yeah. Or, yeah, that too. I don't think they will die, but Jeremy, oh, tell them about I mean, our store. We're going to die eventually. We still have a store, dthq.storenv.com, dthq.storenv.com. All kinds of swag there. You can find yourself mugs and stickers and T-shirts and hats and underwear maybe. I'm not sure. Um, a lot of other stuff on the way too. Stay tuned because we have some announcements in the coming weeks. Um some some special stuff for you to be able to purchase. Yeah. We're on episode 148. So we're two episodes away from our 150th episode. And we do have some things that we're going to do for the 150th. So we're going to go jump on the Patreon account. Uh, Shane and Jeremy are both watching the game while we're doing the show. So uh, try to look over this way and say goodbye, everybody. Shane, they don't know what you're saying when you just put up a peace sign. You have to say goodbye with the peace sign. Goodbye. We'll see you next week, guys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>